When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness. Where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. <coughs> His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. Ah! The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger. Production. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, and we have some royal news for you. Yes, it is Coronation Week. We're Hello. having a coronation ship this week. I That's like the her. relationship with the coronation. Yeah. And right before that, we get a report from a very important news source, an hour-long program that you can watch on YouTube about how evil and terrible Mer- Meghan Markle is. Wait a minute! What does that have to do with a royal family? Well, she's the reason why they aren't all together today. Oh, yeah, it's all her fault. Oh, Gosh. no. It's always an American's fault that the British are having a hard time. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, King Charles shan't be the last British king to be foiled by an American. Uh, this last occurred, I think, in like 17 something. Anyway, um, <laughs> you're right, Don. I watched, by the way, just to put a like repin what you just said for emphasis. This is Coronation Ship Week, meaning we are going to provide you with some kind of royale story yep. each hour on our program in the lead up to this bizarre, dusty vestige of a. Dying institution. Okay. Oh yay! my gosh, but we're so excited. But for we are it. oddly fascinated, right? Yes, I'm gonna have on a fascinator. I'm so fascinated. It's very fascinating. We should wear a confusedinator for this next story. Because yes. I'm highly confused by why Seven News over in Australia, Seven News Spotlight. It's like one of them news programs, Don. Yeah. They did this entire hour um on some stuff. The first half of which was all about Meghan Markle's family. In fact, on the eve of the coronation, Australia's 7 News Spotlight decided the most pressing royal topic of conversation is to bring Meghan Markle's family together for a, quote, reunion. Yeah. Yeah. And it's about as gross as you'd think. It's just like what? 
Okay, yeah. so they when I say family and reunion, they brought together her dad, Thomas Markle, who, by the way, is the victim of a stroke. He is a stroke victim, and his voice is noticeably altered by the effects of the stroke. And so just let's say not at his best, right? They also bring together Thomas Markle Jr. I didn't really even know. I mean, he's kind of out there in the background. I didn't know much about him, and I had to do some digging and reminding of myself. He's a piece of work. We'll get to that. Mm. And Samantha. Now, you remember Samantha Markle, right? Absolutely. She is the stepsister of Meghan Markle. Half-sister. Half-sister of Meghan Markle. And she claimed that they had a very close relationship together. And then we learned in the Netflix special that she barely spent any time with her at all, according to Meghan. Yeah. So, So Meghan, the way she tells it, although she does say now... Here's the thing. They bring them all together and I want to play some audio and I want to get right to the audio because that's the fun Mm -hmm. part. And then we can like sort of deconstruct all this. But essentially they bring these three together. It's gross because, again, why are you doing this right before the coronation? Megan's not even going to be there. Why are we bringing up Megan's name? Right. Why? Why? Because the world is obsessed with making sure that you think Megan is evil. And they try real hard. And here's the first clip. So, Mike, there is uh, the first clip wherein Megan says, remember, in the Oprah interview, that she didn't have any siblings. And she says that. I think the understanding, though, for all of us is she wasn't raised with any siblings. They came along, uh, or I should say not they came along, but they were apart from her day-to-day life for the most part. They were adults when she was born. Well, I mean, her brother was 14, so as you can see as she grows up, they're out of the house pretty quick. But anyway, that's for her to say that's, you know, that's on her. Let's listen to what Thomas Markle Jr. first, and then Samantha has to say about this. Thomas Jr. was 14 when Meghan came into the world during the Oprah interview. When Meghan said she had no siblings, when she told the world she was an only child, I mean, were you disappointed? No, I just made a little mark on my board and said, oh, there's another lie, click. Were you puzzled? Not any more puzzled uh, than I was when she said, I lost my father. We knew that she didn't lose our dad. She iced our father. And there's a very big difference. It was deliberate. Okay, so that's <laughs> Samantha Markle and Thomas Markle. They are trying real hard oh, to because make you there's been hate time Meghan Markle. And so we tend to forget all the things. The reason why she doesn't speak to that part of the family anymore. It's not yeah. it didn't just come out of nowhere, you know, and I'm sorry that he's had a stroke now. I, that's that's really super sad. Well, I think it's 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 gross that they decide to pay the family to get together to do a hit piece on Meghan Markle and Harry. Yeah, yeah. That's essentially what like this victims? was. It's not to say that they don't have real feelings, real issues with life, a complicated relationship with Meghan Markle. All of that is true. Like, I'm not here to like get in the fa- like. I'm not Doctor Phil. And I ain't trying to fix this family. Mm. You can have opinions and everybody's got their own. Right. And like from my own family perspective, like I think we all bring our own families with us to other people's family drama. And we could do that. Sure. But to me, I'm over here like, what, what is the possible benefit 
of bringing these broken people together. And they're broken, P.S., because of her. That's the whole interview is about. They're broken apart because Megan did it. That's what they want you to believe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But clearly, remember, her brother, I just want to remind you, so Thomas Merkle Jr., he's the guy who wrote a letter back in 2018 before Harry and Megan got married and essentially said um, that he was making the biggest mistake in royal wedding history, calling his sister, quote unquote, the woman that he was so worried about not having been referred to as having a relationship with, as jaded, shallow, and conceited. So that's who Thomas Markle Jr. is. Right, and he says this to the world. Yeah, and then don't forget who Samantha Markle is, again, she wrote an entire book, the title of which, do you remember? No. The Diary of Princess Pushy's Sister. <laughs> yeah. Princess Pushy. So why would anybody take anything you have to say about Meghan Markle seriously when you've already made it very clear that you have an agenda to destroy this woman's character in public and beyond? And now it's like they have crocodile tears on this interview. Oh, I know. It's just Because so... their poor father, which I will say, I think they're both taking advantage of. And I think the news program is taking advantage of Thomas Markle, just like all the other news outlets have taken advantage of him. Not to say that he's not personally responsible for the things that he does in his life. Yeah. But it seems like this is a man who's not at his best and perhaps at part of the lowest in his life. And for people to just be like, to swoop in and be like, Hey, uh, we'll give you a few bucks if you sit down and talk crap about the Royal family. Mm, Yeah. It's pretty gross. And on top of that, just seeing him in the state that he's in, they know what they're doing. And then also Samantha, has MS yeah, and she is in a that. wheelchair. So they that that was I think the the instructive thing for me when I watched them bring them all together. By the way, they haven't been together as a family, those three in the same room since the marriage. And, right, four years. Yeah. But they also claim that that's Megan's fault somehow. I don't know. He lives in Mexico and she lives in Florida. Yeah. They just and, or do, do they not like each other? Well, that's to be between clear, them. To be clear, Samantha has been very busy. Oh, sure. Crap talking Megan Markle for the last four years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So they're playing this whole card of, you know, he had a stroke. Why aren't you paying attention? Your poor dad. And then they say the last moments of his life. I'm like, what? Yeah. He, he He's obviously affected by the stroke, but did we get news that he's dying now? Well, I think we I, should hear from him. So I do want to play this clip. And I will say, like... If you just show up not knowing any of the background. That's what I'm saying. That's the audience that they're trying to get. Yes. You might have heard that they did some bad things, but this makes it look so much like she just decided to divorce her family because she didn't like, because she had lied about a bunch of stuff and it wasn't going to match up with what she told the royal family. Also, the whole like hook to this interview or the like, you know, razzle dazzle was that they got some VHS tapes of Megan as the homecoming queen. And they're like making the family sit down and watch her homecoming videos together. It's weird. It is. I want you to listen though. They ask, this is that the end. This is where they get you. This is where they want to pull you in. They want to make you feel real bad and real like angry okay. at Megan. All right. They're asking the interviewer asks Thomas Markle, 
essentially what he would say if Megan was here right now. Mm-mm. If Megan was here now, what would you say to her? Let's go somewhere and talk. And uh, I say, what's wrong? What? What? How can I, I fix this? How can I fix this? I, of course, I love you. And 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 the bottom line, Harry, I, nice guy. I love you for marrying my daughter, Meg. I love you. I love my grandchildren. I, I love to see them. Uh, I'm open to any kind of conversation. Thank you. So, like, what that, if you did the score? That for is this piece. That is the, tr- the music. Why? Because it's so sad. Yeah. The. Well, but see, what I'm saying is, like, theatrically, right? Uh-huh. What they're doing is trying to make you feel terribly sad for Thomas Markle, which, I mean, as a human, you do. He he obviously had a stroke and can't speak the way that he used to, and that's, you know, tragic. But it doesn't provide any of the background, no, any neutral context, only briefly. for why. For why? Yes, and they do talk to and that then, a little bit. Yeah, only briefly at about twenty minutes in, the interviewer says, "Like, well, I mean, this isn't without like some people would say you're both bad people because you also released the letter, you also uh, got paid by the Daily Mail to have these fake paparazzi, well, well paparazzi shots of you doing things, getting beer, and all this yeah. stuff right before the wedding." So, and then he doesn't even talk to Samantha about all the awful stuff she said and done. But it's sort of like, and then they they sort of like try to defend themselves. He said that Megan shared the letter with six people, so he thought he would release it to the world. Um, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that so personal. Oh, God, there, it's it's, just there's mess. just no challenging. They they do sort of softball like, well, you both have made money for, you know, and then they don't kind of push back very much no. on the family. But to end it that way, like all Megan, sh- all Megan has to do. Is just call her father because and everything anyone will who be wasn't okay. evil would call him. So the the takeaway is like she's a terrible person because yes. any other person would just call their father, right? But that any any person involved in a toxic family relationship, and again, I'm not applying blame. Like you know, let's pretend we're all therapists here. Mm-hmm. We're a disinterested party. There are things from both sides that people they need to hash through together if they're going to have a relationship but like they don't it, it's not playing fair no right like there's a and clear then they agenda. claim that like you know that hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. She's not playing fair because she has a lot more power than they do. It's just so... Well, they seemingly manipulated an entire TV network to give money to come talk to them for a period of time right before, you know, the coronation of King Charles. I mean, it's not like these people are powerless. His sister wrote a book about it. Yeah. The brothers obviously made a, you know, significant side career. Well, he has a board, career. apparently, that he marks down her lies. Yeah. We're going to keep talking about this, so I'm, I'm sorry. It's fascinating. I have so many questions that we didn't even have time to get to. Just basically, like, I want to, I mean, these people's lives are literally miserable, right? Like, Samantha Markle is just, she's a miserable person. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. this is the most important, like, right? If this yeah, is the absolutely. thing that's motivating her, you just have so many questions for her. Just, like, why? Yeah, why? let's dig deep. Not that I don't have questions for Harry and Meghan, too. That would be uncomfortable yeah, or awkward. absolutely. It's not all roses on but they're the ones who, their side. They're the ones who showed up for this interview. Oh, God. Right. Hey, it's gross. Should we let Mike uh, tell us what's going on Yeah, in other things. All right. Coronation ship continues after we do a dirt alert on Mike. Ah. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my friends at your boat club. Okay, you're looking around. You're thinking to yourself, oh, warmer weather is on its way. What are we going to do this summer? Not sure what you're going to do this summer? I got an idea for you. How about one with no commitment needed? Your boat club has a brand new trial membership. It's designed for you to get your feet wet, get to know the water, and most importantly, fall in love with boating. So whether you've got time for boating every week this summer with friends and family, oh, just think about being on the water, or you just want to do it once in a while, your boat club has a solution for you. Easiest thing for you to do to check out their trial memberships today. By the way, only $19.95, and they have tons of options to upgrade. Head to yourboatclub.com. Your boat club gets you on the water in no time. They take care of the hassle. You take care of the fun. It's that easy. Discover the smartest way to boat today with your boat club. That's yourboatclub.com. Selectquote.com slash commercials. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, and we have Mike with the latest bit of gossip from Hollywood. What's going on in the dirt alert, Mike? Uh, No gossip to start, just facts. And the fact is that the Super Mario Brothers movie is continuing to crush it over a billion dollars. Whoa. Killing it. Wow. Another $40 million weekend at the box office. This moves it all the way up to number nine all time for animated movies. And by the end of this week, probably up to number five. Wow. That's going to be amazing. Who's the studio behind that? This is Illumination and Universal. I mean, they are just yeah cashing in. Yes, they cashing are. Cashing in. And I'm sure you have information on the other movies that opened this weekend. Yeah, Evil okay. Dead Rise, actually 12.2. That opened la- the weekend before. Uh, one new movie that is on the list, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Yes. $6.8 million for third. And then John Wick, Chapter 4. And then this little movie called Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. What? That okay. actually was re-released to, uh, this what? weekend and did four point seven million. <gasps> oh my god! Four point seven million for a movie to just yep get re. Yeah, huh. I mean, some films dream of having that much come in. I know. 
like all the movies day. I've made. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> so that's a little look at your box office. And speaking of uh, Hollywood and obviously the big question mark and everything we're going to probably be talking about tomorrow is whether or not the uh, writer, uh, Writers Guild Association was able to come to an agreement. Because, oh, God, yeah, what's happening? Uh, the latest is, uh, well, actually, there's nothing uh, new, nothing but just new, kind of yeah. just to let everybody know in uh, the biggest strokes possible that uh, the Writers Guild of America and the uh, Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers face uh, a few different outcomes. This is what's possible by midnight tonight. They need to decide to either reach a tentative agreement, unlikely. They're also uh, going to either agree to a short-term extension. That could be anything from uh, 12 hours to maybe even 12 days or longer than that. Also sounds like that's unlikely. Or what's most likely going to happen is that the talks are called off by one side or the other, and the picketing will ensue in L.A. and New York starting tomorrow. Oh, God. Get ready to picket. That's what the WGA has said. Yes. I'm not ready for this. Mm. This is going to be interesting. And... I, I hope they get what they want. I don't. Oh, yeah. In need. You're, you're saying you want the writers to get mm-hmm. what they need. Yeah. Yeah, I do. It's just going to be, it'll be interesting to see if, if how television responds, right? Yeah. Like if this plays out for any length of time. And it does affect everyone. We think about, oh, no, what's, you know, network TV going to do? But all uh, somebody emailed and said, thanks for bringing this up because a family member is mm-hmm. in stagecraft yeah. And, you know, they haven't worked in a year. Yeah. They they were working on Netflix shows and, you know, just the reduction of they're they've been reducing the amount of episodes and that's what's affecting writers. Do you know what I worry about? What? At a time when technology is showing up in creative industries, that it will take an increasing piece of the pie in terms of the share of mm, work. Yeah. Meaning that studios are going to turn increasingly to AI to write scripts. I mean, don't oh think for one second gosh. that there's not somebody at a studio whose sole job it is is to test AI for script writing. Hmm. Wow, that's scary. Oh, gosh, you have another story. And that's probably one of the first conversations that side is saying when they sit down in the room. Are you sure you want to just keep yeah. uh, bringing this on as long as Which you I- you know, exactly. that's a pretty can, big motivating yeah. factor there. There's some leverage there. And everything you, I've read might indicate it's that technology is not fully ready yet, but that yeah. doesn't mean that there won't be. I mean, incentive. they could come up with just premises. I mean, yeah. I think they should because they're just recycling stuff. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. But that's from a book. But you know what I mean? Just redoing uh, Blossom, you know, all of this stuff that's coming back. Get some ideas. Oh, there you go. Dawn. Would like you to get some new ideas, Hollywood. But get them from writers, not... I was going to say not from I was going to say, don't, yeah. I kind of misspoke there. Now, something that had huge success last year was, of course, Dahmer, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer Mm -hmm. story. Well, Monster Season 2 has been announced, and you may say, wait, how can they go on further with that? We know how that ends. Uh, It's going to feature a different set of serial killers. Well, actually, not necessarily serial killers this time. It's the Menendez brothers. Mm -hmm. So it is going to be Ryan Murphy's take on that. Yes, and there's been a lot, there's a whole movement to get them another trial because, I don't know if you remember this, but they said that their father sexually molested them and a a boy from the band Menudo has now come out and said that he was molested by their father. Yeah, And so this, because everybody said they were lying. Anyway, that's no, absolutely really interesting. Mike, thank you for all the latest from Hollywood yet again. When we come back, you got any blind items in there Uh, for us? I certainly do. Fabulous. We'll do that when we return right here on My Talk 107.1.
Entertainment. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Hero. You know, Hero can help in just about every room of your home. Heating, plumbing, cooling, air duct, you name it. In fact, we've had Hero out to our home for a number of different reasons, uh, multiple times, but all for different experiences. We had issues with some electrical stuff around the house. We had issues with our AC. We had a clog in our bathroom. In fact, that bathroom, I am still here to report that that bathroom drain still flows freely thanks to the great work from Hero. So if you have something going on around the home, you need somebody who you can just have on speed dial. And the people we have on speed dial are the pros at Hero. All you have to do is call Hero.com. They'll schedule an uh, opportunity to come out to the house when it's convenient for you. They'll be out to your home, fix the problem the first time, and then you won't need to have them out unless you got another issue. Call Hero.com today. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Oh, it's our favorite time of the 12 o'clock hour, certainly. Yeah. And that is to get juicy bits of gossip with all the names left out in blind items. Blinded by the item. Alrighty, let's uh, get it going with this one. It is pretty tough to give up that huge fortune for a fling with an actor that won't last past this summer. Oh, give up that fortune. Who's going to give fling? up on it? Tori Spelling. Uh, she no. doesn't got none. I'm just kidding. I just... Yeah. Okay, um, so is this... So the person that's trying to give up the money... Or it's, that who's going to have to give up the money yeah. for a fling? We don't know anything about them? Uh, all it says is it's pretty tough to give up that huge fortune for a fling with an actor that won't last past the summer. Now, I will say that person who would give up the fortune is also an act an actor. Oh, an they actress are. Who, like, actress? Is an actress. Okay. She would have to give up a, a big fortune if she would pursue. Because, like, she have to get divorced or something? Uh, just like that, yeah. Or it's like yes. the Catholic yes. Church and he has oh. to give all his money away. <laughs> <laughs> no, more the former. He just said that the the actress is married. Yep. Yeah. And she has a huge fortune. Yep. Yeah. Did she make the money herself or is it a family fortune? It's uh, she would have An to give fortune. it up because of the spouse's fortune. Oh, although she has done very well for herself, but yeah. um, he's done better. Yeah, okay. so it's like you're gonna have to kiss Daddy Warbucks goodbye if you shack up with this dude. Exactly. Okay, okay so who's Daddy up? meaning her husband? Yeah, correct. Okay, who he what where who is having an affair? Who is having an affair? Well. First of all, who's in a fancy rich relationship? Is the husband, the rich husband, an actor? No. So he's like Daddy Warbucks, like yes, Robert Baron. Yep. Um, mm, Selma Hayek. Yep. Oh, oh my job, gosh! I know that job. he's like a he's like a super rich European. Uh, who's the actor? Do we know? Uh, she's in a movie with him. Oh yes. shoot! And it's gonna be yeah. So it's coming Danny out this DeVito. summer. <laughs> um, actually, I'm pretty sure it already is out. Oh, I think it was good. released yeah. earlier this. Uh, Chris Evans? Uh, no, no, it was. Uh, sorry, no, uh, it was released in February. 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 Darn it! What has she been in lately? That is just. just that's kind of a time where we're seeing movies that probably aren't going to be nominated for Oscars. Because you know? they're like the third installment of a series that you know oh, wasn't oh, that was great to begin. Out. No, no, it was not. Oh, 
I haven't been paying attention too much to what she's been doing. Let's just say if there was a man to leave a fortune after, this might be the one. Oh, okay. Austin Butler? Nope. Oh, somebody real, real sexy? Pedro Pascal? Nope. I mean, all correct answers, but no. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Brad Pitt? Uh, nope. Okay. Uh, yeah, who else is hot? <laughs> Jason and let's Momoa. say this series. Nope, sorry. This series uh, that uh, she was a part of, uh, we get to see a lot of this particular man. Oh, his butt. Balls. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh my God. I just said that to throw you. Sorry. That was inappropriate. <laughs> I just said that to make you lose your mind. Um, okay. <laughs> I apparently <laughs> have achieved my goal. <sighs> Oh, a lot of him. <laughs> oh, Can you think of any movie series buns? that might have to do with, you know, getting nude, taking your clothes oh, off? Oh, Channing Tatum. There you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you give up $22 billion for him? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. No. Uh, I don't think so either. I mean. No, you'd have to be, like, who would? That's a great question. Put a pin in that. Yeah, let's put a price on Channing Tatum. Well, how much <laughs> would you give up? Filling in the blank. This is just a quick little sentence okay. here, but it's pretty tough to uh, give up that huge fortune, referring to Salma Hayek, uh, for a fling with an actor that won't pass last past this summer. So according to this, Salma Hayek and uh, Channing Tatum have a bit of a little fling, and she, of course, is married to uh, Francis Henry Penault, who's worth about $22 billion. Right. Don't you just go... I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I well. I'm sorry, but they 20... should work it out and get divorced if she's not into him anymore. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like if it's just not working. <sighs> wow. I don't care. Even if it is isn't working, twenty three billion, man. I'm there. <laughs> you can get a lot of Channing Tatum for twenty two yes! billion. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you're so scandalous, Cheap. you gold diggers. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Uh, I guess we solved that one. Let's go to another since we took six minutes. Ah, uh, it's all good. Let's do another one. Okay. Every minute it was. That was a fun one. How about uh, this one here? It's funny how this A-list singer slash rapper is supposedly the significant other of the A-minus list reality star slash model, but they are not even staying together while they're out of town together in the same city. Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner. Yep. Yes, Queen. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Nicely done. Well, that's because it's a publication ship all arranged by Chris Jenner. Give her another mm-hmm. ding, sir. All of the dings. You get all of the dings. She's on fire. Fill yeah. in the blanks. Uh, apparently, even when they're in another city like they were enjoying dinner in New York City recently, they're not even staying together. Yeah. They're just out going for dinner, and then they'll go their separate ways. Okay. I mean, again, this is a Chris Jenner production, mm-hmm. just like Kim and Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. Totally, you know, uh, a branding opportunity, and I don't blame them. It's America. We're all buying it. Yeah. You know, there are worse things we spend our money on. Definitely. Plus, yeah. I just wonder how long they're going to try to, you know, ride this train. Still shooting that new season. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's Mid probably point. when it'll end. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Let's okay. do another one. All right. All right. How about this A slash A minus list comic actor slash beetle? 
who is also a director slash showrunner, says he does not support the strike by writers. But, of course, he wants everyone to support the director strike, which is going to be coming in June. Is this Donald Glover? It is not. Oh, that was a good guess, though. That was a very good guess. Okay, so he is a If you don't say so yourself. Uh, Is it Quentin Tarantino? No. Uh, Complimented yourself, uh by the way. Well, somebody has to. (laughs) Oh my god! She is salty. Monday. Oh, okay. Um, Let's see. So just remember the first part. Uh, a A slash A minus list comic actor slash B hole first, who also is a. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Director slash showrunner says he does not support the strike by the writers, uh, but of course he wants everyone to support the director strike, which is coming in June. Can you give us a, a hint in terms of what kinds of shows he's running? Uh, the kinds of shows he's running, there's one very big specific show he is running right now for a streamer. Mm. Um, prior to that, I mean, I think he did oh. a few different things, but he's definitely most known for his uh, for his acting, specifically oh. in the early 2000s. Oh, oh. So it's not like Adam Sandler. Nope, but I mean, yeah. Not a horrible guess at all. Uh, That's actually right in the same vein, I would say. Ooh. Okay. He was often like Adam Sandler adjacent in a lot of his career. Oh. They're kind of... I guess Sandler probably had a little more... He had a little more success a little earlier, but... This guy, 2000s. Oh, shoot. Every comedy. Oh, man. Comedy, I, why, huh? why can't I think about it? I can't think of be. anyone but Adam Sandler. I know from the that cast of SNL. It's ridiculous because it's not like did this Dana person get Carvey their start on SNL? Or, not an no. SNLer. Okay, not nope. an SNLer. Okay, but, not that I'm aware of. No. Okay, um, darn it, oh, God. So maybe adjacent that would be not an SNLer. He got his own. Uh, uh, we'll go with uh, Nepo Baby. Oh. Oh, Charlie Sheen? Nope. Okay. Somebody tweeted. He's not a comic comic actor. Charlie Sheen. Oh, Ben Stiller. Actually just watched it. Yes. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller's correct. Nicely done. So, filling in the blanks here, NT Lawyer, who apparently is not a big fan of uh, Mr. Ben Stiller, says that that Ben Stiller wants everybody, or doesn't support the writer's strike, but of course wants everyone to support the director's strike that's coming up in June. Yeah, that's kind of douchey. Come Mm -hmm. on, man. Don't do that. that. Yeah, don't do that at all. It's good for the goose. It's good for the striking game. Do we have a really quick one Um, that's easy? Let me save that one. That's going to be a little longer. This one one looks to be... Yeah, we'll go with this one here. Uh, we will. This streaming star is addicted to fame and will do whatever it takes to stay on the air. So, of course, she would cover up anything to make sure the show kept airing and the fame kept coming. All of them? Exactly. That is literally the first comment is a 99% of every of celebrities? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but there's clearly, they're in headlines for some kind of scandal. Yes. That would end them? Sidney Sweeney? Uh, no. 
Okay. Not that one. Is it reality? Like a reality star? It is oh. not a reality oh, star. Okay. Streamer, streaming star. Oh, streaming, streaming star. star. Sorry. Um, how about Millie Bobby Brown? No. Okay. Star of stage and stream. Um, Dolly Parton. No. Um, huge hit last year. Okay. It's, oh, Zendaya. All right. That's. Oof. Who had a big year last year? Young. Yep. Is it a White Lotus star? Very young. Oh. Oh, oh I mean, Jenna no. Ortega. There you go. Good job. I don't Wednesday. know the controversy side of things, except the fact that we have heard a few little like rumblings here and there that uh, she kind of... She shows up in these blind items. Yes. Yeah, she does a lot. Like at Coachella, she mm-hmm. was like, I need to be yeah, remember, with the she's important like, people. I'm in the front. Yeah. She wasn't a fan of uh, the SNL writing crew after her performance oh. on SNL. Yeah. So there were a lot of little things like that. And according to NT Lawyer, she's doing whatever she will uh, can do to make sure she stays on the air and stays in the middle of the uh, spotlight and uh-huh. uh, including covering up uh, whatever she has to make sure her shows keep airing well okay. there you go we'll see if any the of those... truth will come out eventually yes. jenna unless you become nicer oh look at you threat <laughs> when we come back Listen, yeah threat uh mcgee over there uh-huh. has an update for us on josh peck from drake and josh apparently he's under fire for saying something uh, well, saying that Jeanette McCurdy, should I just say, uh-huh. Jeanette McCurdy owes him and them for something very specific that you're going to tell us about, right? When we come yes. back on My Talk website or app. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works, BLVDAutoWorks.com. Look, Tom and his team have been right over in St. Anthony doing the hard work for over four decades, keeping your vehicles safe and on the road all year long. It's where I bring my vehicle for scheduled maintenance or anytime weird noises happen, I call Boulevard. If you got a cooling system issue this uh, summer, call Boulevard what I do. They're the hometown professionals you can trust, like I said, to keep you comfy on the road all spring and summer long. They've got free courtesy cars, a car wash with every service. They know how to keep your vehicle in tip-top shape. Uh, Right over in St. Anthony, super convenient to the Metro. Like I said, I drop my vehicle off. There's a courtesy car waiting, and when I pick it up, I have a complete, understandable explanation of everything they've worked on and They've washed my car, so that's a bonus. Boulevard Auto Works, BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tell them Bradley Sink. The Adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Oh, to be a young Nickelodeon star and not know what to do with your life mm. when you grow up. It's sad, isn't it? Well, it would get really awkward when you hit that, you know, puberty phase. Yeah, and then you get into your 20s and you're not sure how to have a career. 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 Um, I'm talking about uh, star Josh Peck oh, yeah. from Drake and Josh. It was a Nickelodeon show uh, and also had other stars on it from iCarly and um, Sam and Cat. We're talking about Jeanette McCurdy was on this show. I was just going to also point out this is at a very difficult and we're learning increasingly uncomfortable, problematic, and perhaps illegal stage in Nickelodeon's development, right? Oh, like yeah. Because we've got all those stories about Dan... Oh, what was What's his name again? Name? Dan... I don't want to say the wrong name. Yeah. He was the head of um, show development, yes, with all of these young stars, and he was super Mervy pervy. All right, so we've got that situation going on. So here we are, and we hear a lot about Drake Bell, the other half of Drake well, yeah, and Josh. yeah, that's the other just like... 
story really we don't know what to do with because it's just incredibly sad and right? troublesome. Yes. Yeah, so we have uh, Josh. He does a podcast. And um, in this podcast, he was talking about Jeanette McCurdy. Jeanette McCurdy, if you don't know, was is the she was on iCarly with Miranda Cosgrove, and she wrote a book last year that was so successful it was sold out everywhere. It's amazing. I read it. The title alone makes you go, "What?" It's called "I'm Glad My Mom Died," and she's holding an urn on the front. And you go, "Gosh, that's so harsh. You should never say that." Read the book, and you will go, "Yeah, I'm glad she died yeah. too." So there's a reason. Yes, that- she was the worst stage mother. And abusive and all kinds of just it's a, it's amazing that Jeanette McCurdy, quite frankly, is alive. And I'm not joking about that. So she had this book come out and the day the book came out, she agreed to be on um, Josh Peck's podcast because she was one of the co-stars on on his show. So um, I have a clip here. This has been problematic because everybody really went after Josh Peck for acting this way and saying this on his podcast this weekend. Okay. Jeanette McCurdy's book. I thought it was an amazing book. So did we, despite what Jeanette says. What? Oh, does she think? (laughs) She was our first ever guest. Like the day that she released Mm -hmm. her book, like she was becoming it. She came on. It was an amazing get for us. We were truly good guys. Unbelievable interview. Spoke about everything that she wanted to, nothing that she didn't mm. want to. It ended, and she told us not to run it. Can I, can I, mm. there is a small update, because you're right, we have talked about this endlessly, that happened yesterday. Yeah. So, us Ooh. being the good guys we are, said, Jeanette, no problem, we'll kill it. Yeah. You want to come back on? No response. So, <laughs> four or five months later, you know, we got you, we got, <laughs> we got H. Duff. I'm like, we're killing it. Mm. Let me check in. Mm. She owes us. (laughs) I wrote, all I wrote to Jeanette after six months was, hi. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Oh, that's tough. I got a green bubble. Am I blocked? Oh, Oh, wow. I think I might be blocked. Oh, wow. Or she was on a 12-hour flight. (laughs) Here's hoping. All right. So people are like, she doesn't owe you anything. Yeah. Obviously something happened that you're not telling us. Because well, I'm curious what that story is. I am too, but then they're sort of like uh, slightly threatening to release it oh, without yeah. her permission. This is was an incredibly personal experience of her entire life that she wrote in this book and maybe they brought up some things that cuz he says we asked her all the questions that she wanted to be asked. And but there has to be a reason why she didn't want the podcast to air. Yeah, and that's her own. Like you should respect that and not. I know, but it's be so bitter. It's interesting. What like? I wonder what would have made her afterward go. Don't do that. But at the end of the day, don't you? you, That she doesn't owe you anything. Well, no, she certainly doesn't. They're clearly trying to make a thing out of this Uh to get attention for their podcast. It's just making him look bad, though. Really? Yeah. I think I don't know. Oh, it makes him look bad, but they're getting attention. They are getting attention, um, and I guess... Uh, if and that's anybody... exactly, I mean, frankly, that's what I would imagine a podcast like that needs is some viral attention, so they're going to try to make a story out of something they can't even talk about, right? Because... Yeah, it's just to pick on her when everybody, I mean, they, it's she has a now a seven-figure deal 
yeah, with the she publisher. Need to worry about them at all. She wanted to always be a writer, not an actress anyway, from the time she was a little girl. So her dreams are coming true, which is really good for her. Yeah. Being a survivor of such terrible abuse. But I don't think it's a good idea to pick on her publicly. You know what I mean? Well, clearly, hasn't haven't people like completely just come after them? Oh, yeah. On Twitter, uh, yeah. we stand with her. It was probably deserved. I speak for everyone when I say we stand with Jeanette. He's so desperate for a hit. Who's who's this? Uh, these are just comments oh, on Twitter. These are people. separate comments. Have they said anything since this came out? Um, it I just seems pretty. It, it all... This came out on Saturday, but no. Pop Crave, the account Pop Crave, put this up, and then TMZ put yeah. up the... That's where I got the report. So, um... Yeah, somebody said, oh, Josh, because nothing screams friendship like discussing your friend's traumatic experience on a public platform without their consent. Yeah, especially <laughs> with all of the like issues around. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like this is a like toxic masculinity. A it, moment, moment. I mean, even right? as I'm talking, I can just see I still see the engagement in the Twitter buttons rolling on all of these comments. Yeah, like but part of me thinks, you know, the cynical part. Yeah, they're loving that. Because guess oh, how many yeah. people are clicking on that episode to listen to them crap talk her. Yeah, I guess so. But then I think you would be, I mean, just the minute that we listened to, I was so highly annoyed. Yeah. By the oh, I'm not saying it's right. The, yeah. But I don't know. I think they might get one listen on that episode alone, but I don't think. Yeah, no, long back. term. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of times, especially with podcasts, people are just screaming to say, we're here. Yeah, like pay attention, attention. We're here, and if you're looking bad, you're never going to look as bad as Drake Bell <laughs> when you compare the two. Like well, he he misspoke here and shouldn't have probably said this, but on the flip side, you know Drake Bell's uh, going to look worse, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean that story has yet to be fully written, but certainly up to this point, it's pretty tragic and gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But through all of this, I would just like to tell people to read the book because it's, yeah, you really liked that book. What's the name of the book? It's again? called "I'm Glad My Mom Died." It used to be sold Did you out listen everywhere. To the audiobook? Uh, no, I read it. Oh, you actually read I it. read it. Um, but yeah, you can I listen say to the actually audiobook. read it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know. You used your eyeballs and exactly. said your, your holes. All right, Dawn. Thank you so much for that story. And when we come back, Dawn's going to tell us all about ear tags. What? Apparently, the New York City police are giving them out. We'll tell you why when we return right here on My Talk 1071.